When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coom Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. Delighted to be joined by Mr. Connor Ben. How are you, mate? I'm great, as it happens. Keeping our distance, obviously. Um, your fight has just been announced for April the 10th. Uh, against Samuel Vargas, so on the back of the the win over comfortable win over Sebastian Formella, Vargas will represent another step up for you. Um, you know, Formella is a, a very credible opponent, world level former IBO world champion. So um, they both just bring different qualities. Formella was good away, does he? he? Was awkward. He was you know a, a little bit tricky, um, quite negative. Um, you know, I'm expecting a completely different fight with Vargas. You'll see a completely different me. So, as far as um, step up, yeah, it'd be more of a, a fight. But that's where you see the best of me. So, it don't, you know, step up or no step up. It, it, they're two completely different fighters, both good at what they do. So, you know, you'll see a different me, a different trick to my trade. What did you take from the Sebastian Formella fight? What did you take as your learning curves from that fight? Um, what did I take? Uh, again, I can deal with it, deal with the pressure, no problem. Um, I can deal with everyone doubting me. I can deal with everyone saying it's a step too far, and you know I think that'll be the case for the for my whole career, because I show levels of vulnerability early on in my career. People will, people don't won't forget that. Sort of does me a favour to be honest, because you know everyone's going to go in every fight I go into, the opponent's going to keep thinking, yeah, you know, I'll get my hands on him, but. Yeah, in the case. So, you know, me going in there with Vargas, of course he's going to look at my last fight and think, yeah, you know, there's holes here, holes there. I've done what needed to be done and I'll always do what needs to be done to get a win. So, irrelevant of how I performed my last fight or the fight before that or the fight before that, I'm always evolving. You know, you can watch my last tape and you know, I'll be a different, completely different fighter come fight night again. Do you think people are looking at you compared to kind of the first 18 months of your career, uh, possibly looking you as to your, your old admission, a bit raw, uh, maybe a touch of the, the novice in your way because of your, your limited experience at, at amateur level. But they're looking at you now as a completely different fighter. So the fights that you kind of had in that first 18 months now have kind of made you the fighter you are now with those improvements. Oh, well, of course. I mean, listen, and damn straight they should be putting you know, respect on my name. You know, damn straight they should. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's saying, oh, you wouldn't achieve this. You, wouldn't. you know, for them, it's impossible. Not for me, because that's their mindset. Oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. And that's why they are where they are in life. Do you know what I mean? So, and this is why I am where I am. You know, you fall down, you get back up, dust yourself off and go again. And, you know, if I called it quits after my second fight, when I went back to the changing room, you know, in tears of my performance, then the pain I'd fight, and then the second pain I'd fight weren't even that great. And to then me knocking out three-time European challenger in Juicy Coivola headline, um, where people thought it was a step too soon. He went the distance with Vargas, and people say Coivola should have run up, hanged him out in two rounds. So, 
when you want to go based on that. You know, I've done that, and then I've just beat Formel up. Easy. Easy. I've had other sparring sessions. Do you know what I mean? So and the people are saying, oh, it's just... And then after the fight, the people are going, yeah, but he was just... He was tailor-made for Conor and all that. Yeah, before the fight, they're giving it all that, saying, oh, it's a step two... So, don't come with all that, do you know what I mean? And then I deal with them like I did, and then they go, oh, yeah, he was telling me, no, no, don't don't be a turncoat. Stick to what you say, and, you know, I'll hold you to that. Because then the same people after the fight go, yeah, you know, Connor was this and he was that. No, I made him look like that. That was me. And the same with our guests, all oh, you lot writing me off. Listen, the same thing will happen again. But then stick to your guns. After the fight, once I deal with him, you know, swallow the humble pill. Is that the way you kind of look at that? We've spoken about public perception all the way since you um, turned professional. Do you look at that as people are kind of almost waiting for you to fall? Yeah, yeah. But do you know what? I watch some fights and, I, and you know, I like an upset. <laughs> I do. I love an upset. And, you know, so do the public. So people are always going to wait for me to lose. It's, you know, it's if I wait for other fighters to lose because, you know, you think, oh, it just has that... That I don't know. What would you say? Yeah, is that? Would you? What would you? What word am I looking for? What for yourself or? No, like when you when you see a a prospect lose, you think, oh, you know, like how's he going to come back from this? It's more exciting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's a certain intrigue level to yeah. to to what you're talking about in the fact of, uh, especially kids that are talked up so much. And not necessarily talking about you, but talking about any kind of prospect on any on any stage. When they lose it to someone that was meant to give them a hard fight, but they end up getting beat, it is, it is almost like a shock factor. And I don't know why you're shocked sometimes, because maybe you haven't seen enough of that fight to know if they're any good or not. So, But we just kind of get carried away with the hype sometimes and think, oh, he's beating him. But I suppose people wanted to beat you from day one because of your, your surname, let's say it is. Yeah, there's loads of fighters who've been calling me out from day dot. And, you know, half of them are lost and fallen off already. Do you know what I mean? Oh, majority of them have fallen off. I don't even hear none of them no more. Do you know what I mean? The cream always rises. So I ain't in a hurry to do nothing. The hard fights will come, and I said this from day dot. I ain't got a rush. The hard fights will come. You know, people are now saying the Formella was a hard fight. Coivola was a hard fight. I can relate back to them two because they were supposed to be hard fighters. Mm. The same with Vargas. They said it's going to be a hard fight until I ping his head off with my jab. So, you know, you'll see a completely different fight. If he wants to fight in the middle, you know, again, I'll make him soon regret that. And if he wants to box, he's definitely going to outbox me. Vargas's uh, list of opponents, obviously, he's been in with just about everyone in and around the weights. Obviously, we talked about uh, Amir Khan, that was in 2018. And you, you reminded me, actually, that you actually fought on that undercard. Yeah, I fought um, Truman um, on the undercard. I remember watching Vargas drop Khan and... I didn't think I'd be fighting him, funnily enough. And then it wasn't until, until the Koivula fight where I answered a lot of questions in that fight where I thought, you know what, I fancy my chances against Vargas. Funnily enough, his, his name just popped in my head. And then I thought, yeah, you know, he, he dropped Khan. And, I mean, I know Khan ain't got the most credible draw, but, you know, he's a very credible fighter and, you know, he's, he's done a lot in the game, achieved, you know, the highest. So... So it's a fight I really fancy because I think I'm heavier-handed than Khan. Um, I think I'll give Vargas more more problems than than Khan did, definitely. Because you know I I happily sit there in the pocket with him, and you know go typical South American style fighting. 
Straight after the Formella win, when you kind of had your first conversations with Eddie Hearn about where kind of you're going forward, was that the message from, from yourself to him? I'm sure he was on the same page as you, that it's got to be stepped up from that. We, we just keep, we're keeping this rolling and we're keeping the opponents kind of uh, improving as they're going on as well. Well, I said to um, Eddie and Tony before the Formella fight got made, um, we was trying for Jenkins, but it just kept looking like it wasn't happening. Just... Yeah, and I just knew it wasn't going to happen, um, not from our end. And I said, listen, I ain't fighting unless you get me someone better than Jenkins. I, I am not fighting because I don't want to fight. I don't, you don't, there's no thrill in it if you ain't fighting someone who's going to give you an hard fight or, you know, expect to have. So I said, I ain't interested. Don't give me another bump. Don't give me all these other bods calling me out. I ain't interested. I'm on, my, I'm on my own journey. If you can't fly someone in for me, world-ranked, a lot higher than me, someone who's really credible, then I ain't fighting. So, and that was, that was my attitude, and, my, and that was genuinely how the conversation went with me, Tony and Eddie. And, you know, we were looking at the likes of Adrian Granados. We were looking at who people say should have beat Broner. You're looking at Formella, who, you know, taken a few undefeated records, 16, 17, no undefeated records, and just lost on points to Sean Porter. So that's the level we want to mix it at. Um, and then after the Formella fight, you know, give give me another good name. Well, let's let's see. You know, let's test let's test the waters. And you've got to have these fights. You've got to test the waters. Do you know what I mean? Otherwise, you will never know. Um, and but every time it comes down to answering the questions, I answer them. You know, I give myself 100 percent out of every test. You know, that's been set before me. I think people kind of can see that attitude in yourself when you've had those kind of earlier on fights in your career with Paynard, etc. And people kind of saw the bollocks you've got. But I think moving into this stage of your career, people now should realise and know that you will pretty much just about fight anyone. But that's sometimes for your promoter and, and Tony as well to just kind of map that out because you will say yes to, to anyone really, wouldn't you? Not anyone who don't bring nothing to the table. No, I'm just saying, you're not going to look at a fighter and go, that I'm not ready for that fight or anything. You would take... I'm talking about looking at fighters that some people might say you're not ready for as opposed to looking back. You're never ready until you, 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 you're ready. You're never ready until you try. You know, could I do another 5-10 learning fights? Probably. If I was in the States, probably could get away with another 5-10 you know, learning fights. Could I, could I do with that? Probably. Because it's never-ending learning. It's, ne it's never-ending learning. Do you know what I mean? I'm absorbing everything like a sponge. Do you know what I mean? And, and not only am I learning it, I'm displaying it as well. I'm doing it. It's another thing learning it and doing it sponging. There's another thing doing it on fight night. And I'm doing everything I'm taught in training on fight night every single time. So as far as dealing with the pressure and not folding under the pressure, you know, I can do that, no problem. Big main events, no problem. You know, nine millions of viewing, No problem. It don't, it don't, um, I'm learning about myself, it's character building, all, all this is just character building, you learn so much about yourself and who I am as a person, you know, what makes me tick, you know, what, get, what's, what gets me up, and the more my career's gone on, the more I realise, I don't need to fight everybody calling me out, I don't, I don't you know, otherwise I'd be 60 and owner, you know, <laughs> so I ain't got to fight everyone who's calling me out, I ain't got to reply to everyone who's calling me out, I ain't got to justify myself to everyone calling me out. Do you know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't, I ain't going to bother. Unless you've got something I want. Unless, you know, you're higher than me. Unless you're more... Not, I ain't interested. Like, at all. You know, only about it from day. It don't really um, bother you anymore. 
Do you know what I mean? You know, you just soon become used to it. I see other fighters getting called out and they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to cope with it. You know, they're off like arguing back on social media and I just think, you look like a bunch of logs. Do you know what I mean? Going back and forth, you know. Who's got the time of day to do that? I certainly ain't. I've got too much happening in, you know, life to be arguing on Twitter with someone I could not quite frankly care about at all. And I'm going to let that person, you know, rev me up. Nah, mate. Nah, mate. Yeah, I think you make a, a valid point there. Just a lot of fighters call a lot of fighters out, but it doesn't mean because you're being called out that you have to take a fight with that person unless it made sense for both parties. It makes sense for all the other parties. But, you know, unless they're like, you know, a big clash, I ain't, I ain't interested. I ain't, I ain't giving nobody clout off my name. No chance. No chance. Wait in line. All of you lot. You know, you don't call the sh- you don't call the shots. And I and, and I'm not I'm not you saying I'm scared or, or people saying um you know ducking or what a bunch of rubbish. What a bunch of rubbish. Do you know what I mean? It's um it's funny though because then I come face to face with these people and then they're all sweet and all and you know, ask for a picture. True story. Ask for a picture. You know, you know, there's another thing, you know, going shaking hands on another thing asking for a picture. And then it's just like, oh, you made me laugh, you people. Do you know what I mean? You made me laugh. It's funny, isn't it? It's funny though, isn't it? Come on, coos. Well, are you referring to anyone specifically? Yeah, the, the list goes on. There's probably about four people who have done that. And I thought, just like, what's the matter with you lot, honestly? Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it's just funny. But social media the, these days, it's, um, it's funny. But I ain't, I ain't bothered. I'm like, I'm, I'm, what I've learned about myself is I'm actually a really chilled out guy. Because I think if anyone wants to stick it on me, I just don't think I'd have the energy to be bothered. Like I just, I just don't know if I, I just don't feel I'd be bothered. Like I'm actually so chilled and laid back now. Like it's, it's all half amusing. I don't know where that's come from because I used to be really like quite hot-headed and you know quite aggressive. It, it might have something to do with the fact that very soon you're going to be a father. That might have something to do with it. Do you think so? Well, it's got to have something to do with it. Yeah, because like, unless I'm getting paid, if someone's gone here, it's 10G to have a stunt. <laughs> Sweet, let's say I'm on it. But if I ain't getting paid, like I don't care. Why am I going to argue with you? You have not. You, you you're nothing to me. You know, got a beautiful wife, baby at home. You know, I've got a beautiful everything and yet I'm gonna like argue with you like I just I ain't got the time of day it's, but it's funny how I, and I find it so funny how as you get older you seem to calm down about everything even my road rage <laughs> even my road rage I was there thin and blind and you know when I first got my licence hey come in here get out of the car and all that and now I'm like you know someone cut me up I, you know I'll say sorry I'll say sorry even if they cut me up I know but it's funny though isn't it because you never think I'll be that way but I am now you know, don't don't be my passenger though, because Vic might beg to differ. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Um, Connor, um, obviously announced in this schedule um, is Josh Kelly's fight with with David Avanesian as well. Now, talking about fighters you've been linked with over the last sort of couple of years, but this seems to be kind of marinated, if you like, right for this fight to happen at some point this year. And I know that Josh Kelly is a is a fight that you want. Of course, it is. I mean. We're polar opposites. 
you know, like Eubank, Ben, I, you know, I wouldn't say Kelly's as eccentric as um, Eubank. <laughs> He's definitely one of a kind, but we're just polar, we're just polar opposites people. We're we're just completely different. Um, you know, I don't think there's any similarities, and I don't think there's any similarities in our style as well. You know, you'll have all the boxers going, all like the you know. GB and all the refs and all that who like Kelly's style of fighting and you know I'll go in there and you know ruin the party Do you expect him to come through the David Avenesian fight? I don't expect it I'd like I'd like him to um, because there ain't no again there ain't there ain't a level of hate there ain't hate um, there's not been anything bad said towards me or my family via him um, we just both want to fight each other. We both want to get in there and you know settle the differences, so to speak. And people put him on his pedestal. And you know I like the fact that I go into that fight an underdog. I, I love the I love that fact. The same way he's going into the Vanessian fight as an underdog. So you know, and that get me up itself. That get that get me up on itself. So as far as I see that fight going, it's an hard one, man. I'll answer a lot of questions though. Because it'll answer a lot of questions because Avanessians look like an animal past few fights. Um, and if you're going on based on the last two, three performances, you'd think Avanessian would win it. But there's a lot of hype about Kelly. Um, the hype could be true. And, you know, he could box rings around Avanessian if he has the right game plan, if he does the weight cut properly, if he does, you know, X, Y, Z. I don't know how his training camp's going, but, you know, I suppose it's going great. He's had, he's had long enough for the fight. <laughs> You know, I know, it's the fight that's in curse. It's been put back several, several times, but we hope uh, on the date it's announced uh, in February that it does take place. Well, you just don't know, do you? Yeah, the fight's definitely cursed. I've never seen so many times a fight get cancelled. But, you know, everyone wants to fight, everyone wants to see the fight. Well, fair play to, like, Matchroom and Eddie, because they're not, like putting it off or anything. They're, they're re-announcing it every opportunity. So hopefully, I think it's the 20th, that fight's scheduled for 20th of February. So, yeah, touch wood, that does take place. Well, let's hope so, do you know what I mean? We don't know with this um, COVID, etc. So, we just got to hope it takes place. Do you know, like, as fighters are kind of building their records and having their fights, etc., there's always one fight that kind of their first, even though you've been in with good opponents, there's fights that people look at and go, Right now, we're going to really kind of see what you're about or what Josh Kelly's about. Do you think that that fight with Josh Kelly is that? Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, when, you, when he's going into the fight, the underdog, I think when you go into a fight, the underdog, that's when you really find out about yourself. Um, I don't think Vargas is that fight for me. Um, maybe to some. Uh, but I think if you look at the fight, I think people favour me to win massively um, against Vargas. But Avanesi and Kelly, on the other hand, it's a bit, um, it's an odd fight now. So he's got Avanesi and obviously you've got Vargas, but I think for both of you, if he comes through that, touch with you come through your fight, then you will be kind of judged on your fight against each other more so than any of your other previous opponents, both of you. Definitely. I mean, but that was the same with the Formella fight. Um, I think after the Formella fight, people were favouring me to beat Kelly. 
I think what I showed in the fight was, you know, strength, power, speed for the full 10. For the full 10. Um, I didn't gas out. I didn't get tired. I kept the momentum. I kept the pace. I kept the, you know, the punch output, the speed, the you know, the power. It was all there for the whole 10. It didn't go nowhere. So, you know, you didn't see me weaken at all. And that's why people saying I'll get, I'll get Kelly on later rounds. I'm only getting better. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm only, I'm only getting... Not... Listen, when you work hard at something, you can't help but get better. You, it's, it's natural. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, Kelly's, what, tw 29? Yeah, I just turned 24. So I'm only getting better. You know, I've got, long, I've got a lot left in me. I've got a lot left to give to the sport of boxing. What did your uh, dad say about the Vargas fight? Um, they kept it from me, Tony, Eddie and my dad. Kept it from me until um, until I got back from Dubai because I knew I was going to be. I would have been out there training. Um, I did train, but they like I'd done a few weights here and there. I didn't do um, nothing too strenuous, but they um, yeah they kept that from me. Um, Dad's funny enough going to me. Can't once you get through Vargas, you have Porter next. <laughs> so to be fair, I fancy my chances against Porter. It'd be a hell of a fight, though. You know, and I'd have to go through the gears in that fight. But listen, I love a, I love a fight. Do you know what I mean? Why is it okay for Bods to call me out and they're nowhere near my level, but, you know, people can half believe them? I'll call out Porter, Spence, Garcia. I'll call out all of them. I may as well, I may as well join the mob of delusional fighters out there. Do you know what I mean? So it's true, though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? You know, when you have like five and oh, novices he's calling me out and you think, are you sure, mate? Until they have a draw or get beat. And then you think, how not realistic was that? But yet the public believed it. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's funny, though. It's an old funny game, this sport, you know. It's, it's a funny game. But if you don't want to fight fighters like that, you're in the wrong sport, surely, aren't you? So you're on about talking about the likes of Porter, etc. If you don't want to fight them guys then you're in the wrong game, surely, aren't you? Surely, but there's another thing. Yeah, of course, I'd, I'd, love, to, I'd love to fight Paul Wall. Do you know what I mean? You know, and I, and I think it'd be an hard fight, but what the, the thing is, is I know what I can do. I don't think the public have fully yet seen what I can do until, you know, until, you know, it, I have to show what I've been working on until it gets to the stage where, you know, it's a pain all over again. You know, when the going gets tough, can I pull it out of the bag? And I think it takes for that to happen for people to actually realise, yeah, you know what? You can mix it with these lot. Formella was nothing. That, that was, you know, I had other spars and that. Done what I needed to do. Um, it wasn't an hard fight, was it? Did it look like an hard fight? No. no it didn't look like you got out of second gear. That's what I'm saying. So, and people write me off for that fight. I beat him more convincingly than Porter did. More convincingly. You know? So, you know, I, won't, I, won't, I fancy my chances against people like Paul, um, you know. And once I get through Vargas, we'll see what doors open. Previous to what you're talking about there, when you were talking about fighters um, calling you out and then making reference to getting draws or getting beat, were you making reference to Florian Marco's draw with Jamie Stewart? I wasn't referring to that. Um, you know, there, there's a few fighters who have called me out and then got beat. Do you know what I mean? Lo loads of fighters throughout my whole career have called me out and got beat. He's one of them, but, you know, there's, there's plenty more who have called me out um, and been disrespectful and got beat. 
but that's people they shouldn't have got beat by. And you just think, like, like, mate, just give it, just give it a rest. You know what I mean, I just call it a day. And you know, fair enough. I had my fights early on in my career, but I was nineteen. <laughs> I was nineteen. Do you know what I mean? Um, so when you got people who are like, you know, in their prime, drawing and losing, you know, I think, yeah, mate, you should just probably call it a day. Shit, you should, I'm up, come on. I'm right. If, I, if I'm 28, 29, and I'm drawing with, you know, say a Jamie Stewart, you'd go call it a day, wouldn't you? As a friend, you'd go. But, but you would have watched that fight and know that that was a, a harsh decision against Marco. He should have really have been given that decision. Do you know what's mad? And I've re- and I didn't watch the fight. I watched it back as soon as I got back from Dubai. Funny enough, I'd been really into my boxing watching it lately, and I and I watched it back, Coogan. And I'm and I'm trying to I'm trying to like. I'm trying to give Marku rounds. I'm trying to, to... I know, I know. But then I heard Dave Allen say, yeah, well, you know, Jamie Stewart, you know, I'm, I won't write off a draw. And I thought, yeah, okay, Dave Allen's saying that. Um, so let me watch it. I'll watch it. Because everyone was kicking an uproar. So, but then when I've actually watched it, when I've actually watched it, and I'm trying not to... Yeah, I think he nicked it. But I don't think the uproar was as... I've seen a lot worse decisions. Like a lot worse decisions, do you know what I mean? So, so I thought it was quite. I thought it was competitive fight, but Jamie Stewart has his life story, which I heard. You know, he was a former drug addict um, and turned his life around, and and then he just shouldn't be drawing with guys like he shouldn't. He shouldn't even. There should be no competitive rounds. Think about if he was in with a young Ben at nineteen. Just think about that. What what would have happened to Jamie Street with a nineteen year old Ben? Answer it. Go on. No, I understand the point you're making. I'm not going to. No, st- no, no. Answer it. I'm not. Listen. I'm not going to start. You listen. know where I'm going with this. No, I know where you're going with this as, you, as well. What, what would you have? What would you have? With a nineteen year old Ben, three fights in. What would have happened? Well, I'm sure you would have. Bingo. Again, that ain't my that ain't my job to say that, but I understand where no, you're no, going no, with this. I understand. No, 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 no. That, that, listen, that's not my job to say that that you would have done that. No, but you know. So but I understand what you're saying, and I'm not saying I disagree with you. No, I'm not sitting. I'm not sitting on the fence. It's just disrespectful for me to sit sit here and go, yeah, you would have smashed him all around the place. Like, it is disrespectful for me to say that to Jamie Stewart. Do you get that? <laughs> oh come on, mate! <laughs> what have you, I know what you've done there. The way you managed to twist that was absolutely brilliant. Like, Connor, Connor, could you imagine? Listen, oh. for me to sit here and go, yes, as a no, 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 no. All right, I like, I like Jamie Stewart. Like, he put one hell of a fight on four days' notice as well. Right, that's blinding. Honestly, like, I'm not even. Like I'm not being disrespectful. But you can no, say no, that. You can say that. You can say that. No, you can say that. Now what you've done is made me look like the bad geezer here. No, because you can say that, no, Connor. You can say I'm that. Not really. It is disrespectful. No, but it isn't. No, it isn't. It out that no. it's disrespectful. No, no, no. no, you. No, no. What you've <laughs> yeah. done here now is you've made a big mess out of this with just a simple question to save your back. Right, so how you, should I have answered it then? You should have gone. Yeah, Connor. You, you know, you were young and you were raw and you would have tried taking him out in the likeness of you take. You know what you could have said. <laughs> All I was saying you know is, 
you, you, no, 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 make me out like the bad guy. Jamie, I'm not. Listen, Jamie, it ain't me, mate. I did not mean no disrespect by that, but if he wants to twist that and make it out like it's disrespect, I rate you, mate. Four days' notice, fair play to you. But he twisted this big time. You as a boxer have the right to say you can do anything to anyone. Oh, so you don't give your prediction on fights now? When have you ever heard me give a prediction on camera? Turn that camera off and we'll talk all day long, as we have done over the last however many years. But I'm just saying, I couldn't say what you were implying. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Jamie Stewart, anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, well, Connor Ben, listen, appreciate your time as always. Uh, we look forward to a great card, actually, on April the 10th as well. Kind of the, the, the final fight night in the the fights that Eddie Hearn has announced so far so best of luck with that and have you got anything else you'd like to add before we finish? Yeah, I've got a little message to Vargas Yo no tengo miedo de nadie ¿Me entiendes? Yo soy listo para pelear ahora Yo no tengo miedo de nadie ¿Me entiendes? ¿Me estás escuchando? Cuando metemos en el ring vas a ver quién es el rey Yo soy listo para pelear ahora ¿Me entiendes? Escúchame. For our viewers that have English as a, their first language, could you translate some of that for us, please? Yeah, I just told him I'm ready to fight. I fear no man. And if, you know, he's going to get it. And when we, when we get in the ring, he'll see who the king is. You know, I train hard for this. I don't fear no man. So when we get in there, meet me in the middle of the ring, you know, and we'll leave it all on the line. Okay, well, Connor, like I said, thank you very much. A big three months for you. Obviously, you have that fight with Vargas, but also you have um, the birth of your first baby, baby boy. Um, have you even thought about whether you'd allow your son to fight? Have you thought about that? No, nah, no, nah, mate. No, nah, son ain't fighting. You don't need to fight. I didn't need to fight. And I know I say, I know my dad didn't want me to fight, but I was a problem. And I had more of my dad in me you know, as the generations go on, hopefully that fizzles out. So I'm hoping my son has a little bit less me and my dad and more of Victoria, although she's quite feisty. Do you know what? When you actually look at it and match it up, he's either going to be a problem <laughs> or he's going to be like my little brother Levi, who's just so gentle and beautiful-natured, you know. He buried his goldfish the other day, but he was like really upset about his goldfish. It was really cute. Um, you know, when my goldfish died, I fed it to the dogs. Okay. No, I know, but I know, and that's what sort of child I was in comparison to what my other siblings are like. I loved the goldfish and all, but he died. I don't know how he died, but he died, and you know, I had a dog called Seal. Would you, you, would yeah, you? No, when you were talking about that, I pictured you doing this last week and then you reminded me you were talking about when you were a child, yeah. Oh, no, nah, yeah. no. Nah, Sorry, nah. in my head, it was like, okay, but you're talking about when you was a child, so, yeah. Yeah, definitely when I was a child. You'd feed the goldfish to your dog, wouldn't you? Or would you bury him? I'd probably go with the burial route oh, myself. God. Do you know what? You've, this whole interview, you've made me out like... All right, I'll tell you what, I'd feed it to the lions just to make you feel better. Yeah. Okay. No, this, you, you made me look like right wrong in this whole interview. But it's all right, though, because one of us got to be the bad guy. You know, Scarface said it best. <laughs> Say goodnight to the bad guy. <laughs> uh, it's all right, though, because, you know, I know what I'm getting with you now. 
I, I'm team Levi on this. I'm sorry, I would have buried the goldfish. <laughs> well, well, you know, I gave it to my dogs. Okay, it's what it is. It's fine. You right. don't want me to be one of the people who just agrees with everything you say, surely? No, I don't expect you to be a yes man. But there's a picture you can paint. And you ain't painted a good one of me. Well, you were young, you were a little bit reckless, probably a little bit, you know. Just watch it. Yeah, all your thoughts running away from yourself. It's one of them things. I'm sure people have done worse. What, are you saying I was a troubled child? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Before I put in my mouth uh, anymore, Colin Ben, thank you very much for talking to Eiffel TV. Best of luck with everything over the next couple of months. Pleasure. Got full house renovation happening, baby on the way, uh, big headline event. It's all happening, but, you know, God gives his toughest battles to his strongest warriors so um, yeah I'm excited man I'm excited it's all about progress 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 but with progress comes its own challenges but you know um, I'd rather have progress that, and you know more challenges in the right direction than you know staying static but thank you Coogan um, I'm sure I'll see you soon you know it's all happening see you soon Coogs Take care, people. Connor, thank you very much. We'll catch up with you soon. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.